الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد وإن شرح هذا الكتاب متن الأجرمية أما مقدمة الأجرمية إن شاء الله تعالى we are now going to go into the or carry on Babu al-I'rab, the chapter of al-I'rab. So, the question is, al-I'rab. So we're going to go into Babu, Babu al-I'rab. The question is, what is I'rab? Lughatan wa stilahan. What does the word I'rab mean? Lughatan wa stilahan. So we have to look at it from two perspectives. Lughatan and istilahan okay what does it mean in the arabic language and what does it also mean according to the scholars of this subject meaning the scholars of grammar what do they mean by i'rab so lughatan in the arabic language the word al-i'rab it means al-idhar wal-bayan so it is Lughatan here is Al-Idhar Wal-Bayan So Al-Idhar Wal-Bayan means to express and it's to clarify in the Arabic language Al-Idhar Wal-Bayan It is to express It is to clarify وَلِذَلِكَ the Arabs they say أَعْرَبْتُ مَا فِي نَفْسِي أي أظهرت ما في نفسي أعربت means what? is when you clarify something so it means أعربت عما في ضميري أما أعربت عما في نفسي أي أظهرته وبينته so it means الإظهار والبيان it is to express and it's also to clarify something that's what it means but what, is it, what does it mean to the grammarians? What it means to the grammarians is what the author mentions here. It is It is changing. What does it mean? Istilahan. This is the definition istilahan. It is to change. Awakhir al-kalim. Awakhir al-kalim. Why do you change its lihtilaf al-awamil al-dakhilati alayha? Lafzan أو تقديرا أو تقديرا so إصطلاحاً it means تغيير أواخر الكلم it is to change so let's underline the words that stick out for us inshallah so the first one is تغيير 
It's changing. Um, what is it that changes? Awakhir al-Kalim. The ending of the wording. And why does it change it? لِاخْتِلَافِ الْعَامِلِ الدَّاخِلَةِ عَلَيْهَا Because of different age agents that enter onto it. And also, lafadan, and also taqdiran. So we have one, two, three, four, and five. We've got five words that stick out for us. Let's write those five words here. Let's write those first five things and study it, inshallah, together. The five words are Tagheer. What does it mean? What does the word Awakhir al Kalim mean? Huh? What is Awakhir al Kalim? And what does it mean? Lichtilaf. Lichtilaf al Awamil al Dakhilati. Mean. What does lafdan mean? Lafdan, and what does taqdiran mean? That's it. Those are the five points that are in that definition that you need to know. Taqdir, which is changing. Awakhir um, al-Kalim. These are the five things that are in the definition that really mean the word Al-Arab. And if you understand these five, what they mean, you'll understand Al-Arab, what it means. Uh, the definition is then becoming, it becomes understandable to you. What does it become? It becomes something that you can understand. So um, I'm going to rub off this side in order to tackle this part, okay? So, there's changing happening. So we have, for example, we have the word Zaid here. So I'm going to write on top, Zaid. Zaid. Zaid is the name, right, of a man. So we take the word Zaid and we say, Ja'a Zaydun. So let's look at the last word of Zayd. Ja'a Zaydun. Okay. Ja'a Zaydun. Okay. Ra'aytu. You say Ra'aytu? You say Ra'aytu Zaydan. Then you say Marartu Bizaydin. So we have Zayd taking place, found in three different contexts. Each context. Zaid has a different sign. It's changed. Taghir is happening. Allah. The word Zaid is changing at the end, is changing in all three situations. So here you say Zaidun. Here you say Zaidan. Here you say Zaidin. 
is changing, correct? That's number one. It changed. Second one is, what is changing is awakhir al-karim. Now, it's not right to say awakhir al-karim. That's not a precise usage. What would be more precise for him to say is taghiru hala awakhir al-karim. The situation of the ending of the word is changing. Because the dal is not changing. When they say, it's not losing any words, right? The letter is not changing. The situation of it is changing. Anyways, we'll come to that. Again, grammar only focuses on the ending. They don't care about why there's a sukun on the ya. Okay? That's not what they... They don't explain that to you. And they don't... In the, that they don't do anything with that. They just focus on. Are we all together? This, this, this. Am I making sense? So it's tarir, it's changing. Awakhir al the ending of the wording. Why? Lihtilaf al awamil. The awamil has changed. What is the awamil? Awamil is the agent. Here, what Zaid is in this sentence changed from what it is in this sentence. And what Zaid is in this sentence changed from what it is in this sentence. This is what's changing. And that's why the sign is changing with it. For example, Zaid in the first sentence is what is known in the Arabic language as a, a fa'il. Meaning Zaid is the subject. He, he's the one who's coming. It's, here it says, Ja'a Zaidun means Zaid came. So he's a subject. He's the one who's doing this action of coming. Does that make sense? He's doing that action. So he's a fa'il. That's why it's like that. In this situation, like in, Zaid is the object, which is known in Arabic language as what? He's a maf'ulun bi? He's a maf'ulun bi, he's an object here. Because I, the speaker, Abdurrahman, I am saying, Ra'aytu, I saw Zaydan. I saw Zaid. So who's doing, who's doing the action here of seeing? It's me. And who the, who's the one in which this action is happening to? Zaid. So Zaid's an object. So that's changing. Are we all together? So this is what it means, ikhtilaf al-awamil. It's changing grammatical positions in the sentences. Once it's an object, once it's a subject. And here, it's a ism majroor. Ism majroor means what? Ism majroor means, we took previously before, if you remember, that the ba is from the letters, that if they go before a noun, what do they do to it? They place a, a jar under it. Let's not use that word kasra for now. Let's use the word jar. I'm a khafd. Okay? So here is ism majroor. That's the reason why Zayd's like this here is because of that ba. Maratu bi Zaydin. So Zayd is changing in these different situations. Sah? Now, the changing, wow, here, this, is, this one, it, these two, are an explanation of the changing. The changing happens in these two ways in grammar. 
the changing of the word happens in these two ways. The first one is called explicit. It's ex an explicit change. Okay? Which is lafdan. And taqdiran is it's uh, implicit. It's implicit. What is it? What do I mean by explicit and implicit? You've already seen an explicit change. You've already seen an explicit change, which is what? Zaid. Zaid is an explicit change. Meaning you can literally see the changing of what? Zaid. Like you saw it here. Ja'a Zaidun, Zaidan, Zaidin. You can see it and you can hear it. And implicit changes if we put Musa here. And we put Musa here. And we put Musa here. So let's say it. Let's put it here. Ja'a Musa. Musa came. Ra'aytu Musa. Marartu bi Musa. Has Musa changed? It has changed. But it's implicit. You can't see it. It's implicit. It's not clear to you. Are we all together? That's called taqdeer. The changing here is implicit. It's inside the word. The ears cannot see it. And the eyes cannot see it. Does everyone understand that? Yes? No? Yeah? That's what Arab means that you have to understand from it. That's the first explanation of the of Arab. Does everyone understand? I'm gonna go back to it and go a bit deeper now. Huh. Can the awamil be lafdan or taqdiran? Yeah they could be you're right. That's true. It could be. In Ajrumiya, all the shurrah, the scholars, they mention that it's going back to the taghir. I mean, I haven't, haven't come across, according to my limited knowledge, anyone who said that the lafdan is going to the awamil. But what I do know is that the awamil, you're right, is implicit and it's also explicit. Like Zaid here right now, the amil that's making Zaid here is explicit, which is ja'a. Like in the Mubtada, which one is making it? It's implicit, you can't see it. There's nothing before it. Does that make sense? Um, does that make sense? No? Hi, Fadal. So the word, the first one is Ja'a. The second one is Ra'aytu, Ra'aytu. Fi'il and Fa'il is what's making it. Rather, you can't actually say Ja'a is what's making Zayd here and Ra'a is what's making Zayd here. Because Ra'a is a fi'l which is muta'addi. It takes a verb, sorry, it takes a subject and an object. Ja'a doesn't take a sub-object. Have you seen it? It's not a transitive verb. It's an intransitive verb. Can you see it? Am I making sense? There are some verbs that demand a maf'ulun bi. And there's some verbs that don't. They only stick to a fa'il. There's no maf'ulun bi. 
that it requests for. Like for example, if I say, Ra'aytu, I saw, and I go quiet, you're going to be like, who did you see? Because the word Ra'aytu requires a maf'ulun bi. Ama ra'a zaydun zaydan. Ra'a zaydun zayd. So zayd, the other zayd. Huh? So the ra'a requires and demands for a maf'ulun bi. Whereas ja'a is a fi'l lazim. It's called a fi'l lazim. Ya'ani la yata'adda ila maf'ul. It doesn't require maf'ul. Anyways, that's another point. Hey. That's the other second point I'm going to go into now, inshallah. I'm going to explain that why Musa is implicit and why Zaid is explicit. That's what the, but first I want you to understand. Do you all understand this point so far? Is it crystal clear to any, everyone? Is there anyone who doesn't understand? The shy one and the arrogant will never learn. Don't be shy, ask. Yes. Sahih. Sahih. It's sahih. Correct. Correct. It's all determined by what Zaid becomes in that context. That's what changes Zaid. As for if Zaid's not put in a context, the last haraka is a waqf. You stop. You just say Zaid. You don't say Zaidun. Zaidin. Zaidan. That's a, the strongest opinion. Okay. Huh? Musa you. Like said that, huh? Musa you. Right to Musa yen. You mean like that? I mean, right now I'm going to come to it. Right now, hurufu illa. What does it mean? I'm going to come to it now. I just want this point so far. Has it been understood? Okay, it seems like it has. Okay, now let's go to Musa now. Okay, now I want to go to the huruf which are that don't, that are implicit, which is taqdeer, that don't accept it, like Musa and other words. Before I go in, does anyone know it? Harfu illa. So what is the huruf illa? Yeah, so what are they, what are they called? Huruf illa, which ones? Yeah, so I always remember uh, it by calling it why. Why? So why? So say why? Why? Why these letters? Why? Why, why are they naughty letters? Just remember it like that. Why? Okay? These three letters are the naughty letters in the Arabic language. These le three letters, if a word finishes at the end, it's called Mu'tal. Uh, what is it called? Mu'tal. That's what it's called. Mu'tal. And if the word doesn't finish with any of these three at the ending, it's called what? 
Sahih. You see how important it is, you know, different sciences. The word Sahih meant in Mustalah al-Hadith what? What do you mean? What did Sahih mean in Arabic grammar? It's conditions, right? Well, to ulama al-mustalah, uh, the ulama al-sarf, the scholars of sarf, slash grammarians, for them, sahih means a healthy word. It's healthy from, this is a sick, the reason, this one comes from the word illa, by the way. Illa actually means defect, a sickness. The word's ill. Huh? There's illa in the word. Are we all together? And sahih means what? It's a, it's a healthy word. The word's actually wholesome. Huh? It's wholesome. So, simple. If the word finishes with any of these three letters, if it finishes with any of these three letters, why? At the ending of the word, it's a sick letter. This changing is, is implicit. The changing is what? That it's implicit. What is it? It's implicit. Okay? It's what? It's implicit. Um, um, I don't know if, I want, if it's wise for me to go more into it after that. I don't know if it's going to be wise. Maybe we should leave it for the next book, inshallah. But now you just take this much. And we don't go into the alif maqsura and alif mamduda and ma lazimu ya al mutakallimi. It might confuse you guys. What do you guys think? Shall I go into it? Hands up if you think it's wise to go into it and it will be beneficial. And who thinks this is. Let's just take it simple, easy. Let's not go too detailed. I'm of that opinion as well. Because remember, we treat each book with its weight and size. If you bring other books, explanation in, it might confuse. All you just have to know is any name, simple as, any name, any name that finishes with huruf illah, generally speaking, um, it's, it won't show, generally speaking. And we're all together. That's why the reason I'm saying generally is the word len. The word len, what is it? For the fi'l mudari, what does it do to the word? Yeah, it's a negation, but what does it do? Jazma or nasb? Nasb, right? So you have in the Quran len nad'uwa. So there's alama on it. You say, You say, right? Why is there haraka on there? So that's why I said to you, just say generally. Okay? Just generally. Remember that. And as a, one of the things you learn as a, uh, as a person who's embarking on the path of seeking knowledge. One of the things you learn generally is never, ever, if I learned this experience, I learned it, never give an a infinite negation of something. 
and don't ever give an infinite affirmation of something. Because whatever you always read is so small in comparison to what you haven't read. So just giving this sweeping negation like it doesn't exist like that. Someone will say, okay, it doesn't exist. Okay, qalallahu ta'ala. And you're in a state of confusion, sah? So just say, according to my knowledge, my limited knowledge, according to me, I haven't come across it. No one can blame me later and say, why did you negate it? I said, according to my knowledge. Sah? So um, we say generally, woe, alif, ya. They're implicit. There are situations. Are they all the same in how they are implicit? No. Are they all the same in terms of every harakah? No. That I would encourage you guys to go back to Tuhfa Tusaniyah and it will explain it more for you guys. Okay? No, it goes really back to some of them accept some harakah and not accept other harakah. So some of them, their rejections of alama and being implicit is not wholeheartedly. They're just partial. Some they reject, some they accept. So inshallah, we'll, we'll carry on with our next point, which is Aqsamul Arab now. Aqsamul Arab. We're now going to go into the types of Aqsamul Arab. The types of Arab there are. So Arab is types, and the types of Arab are four, and we're going to divide it into two, like in. So the author called it Aqsamul Arab, but I'm going to call it Anwa'ul Arab, and there's a reason why there's a difference. There's no, re- there's no reason to go into that now. Anwa'ul right? Arab. So the Anwa'ul Arab is what I'm going to go into. The Anwa'ul Arab is. Mushtarakun. Bain al Asma' Well. And the second one is Mukhtas. Mukhtas. Mushtarak means it's shared between the noun and the verb. And the other one is Mukhtas is specific. Does anyone know here which ones are Mukhtas and which ones are shared? So this one's further divided. And Bilafal. Okay, um, the alam which is shed is Rafa and Nasb. It's shed. Um, Al Khaft 
or al-jar, which is the same, are unique to what? The noun. And al-jazm is a unique sign of the fi'l. So always remember that. There are four alamat. One, two, three, and four. That's what we have. These two is shed. Raf and nasb is shed. And khaft and jar is what? Khaft or jar, whichever one you want to call it. It's for the ism. And the uh, fi'l is jazm. It's a unique sign of the fi'l. No, 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 Mebni's got nothing to do with us. We, we have nothing, don't ignore Mebni, it doesn't exist. Mebni doesn't change. This, these ones, they change. Um, so we have Af'al, which is Jazm, and Asma', which is Khafdan Jar, and Mushtarakun bin al-Asma'i wal Af'al, which is Raf'al Nasb. Those are the four alamat in Arab. Alamat al-Arab, Anwa'u al-Arab. These are the four. Raf'un wa nasbun is shed. And then if I say it's shed, all the eight that we remember took, it goes into raf' and it goes into nasb. Here, six go here, and here, two here. Remember, because this is only af'al, right? And the two types of af'al, al-fi'l al-mudari'i al-ladhi lam yatasil bi akhiri shay'yo, af'al al-khamsa, they enter here. Here the six that we mentioned, they enter here. And here the eight, the whole entire eight go into here, and the whole entire eight go into here. Okay. Now we're going to go into the first one, which is... Before we move on, I'm going to ask you guys some questions, inshallah. Has everyone written this? I'm going to write a little exercise on the board just to see if you guys understood. I'm just going to quickly look at everyone's, inshallah, ta'ala, answers. Everyone's answers, inshallah. So it's going to be a couple of questions. Uh, number one. So I'll ask one. Okay. So. عرف الإعراب قسم التغيير
So five questions that shows you understood the class today. The first question is Arif al Arab. Define what Arab is. The second one is Qasim al Taghir. Divide the types of changings that happened. Udkur al Farqa bayna al Murabi wal Mabni. What's the difference between a Murab and a Mabni? Number four, Mahi Aqsam al Arab. What are the types of Arab? And number five, Udkur Maya Qasubil Asma min Anwa al Arab, Thumma bil Afali minha, Thumma Maya Kun Mushtarakan bainaha. Mention that which is unique, the side which is unique for the noun, and the one that's unique for the verb, and the one that they both share. You have, it's easy, so inshallah ta'ala, it shouldn't take you more than five minutes. Five minutes, inshallah ta'ala.
Okay. Um, I think you should have just about finished now. Again, it's easy what we, it's the summary of what we did today. Arif al-Arab, Arab means Lughatan al-Idhar wal-Bayan. It is to express and to clarify. And what it means is Istilahan huwa al-Taghir awakhir al-Kalim. اختلاف العوامل الداخلة عليها لفظا أو تقديرا. That's the definition. قسم الإعراب قسم التغيير. Divide the types of changing لفظا أو تقديرا. So it's ملفوظ and مقدر. ملفوظ and what? ملفوظ and ملفوظ and مقدر. The difference between al-mu'rab and mabni What's the difference? The difference between mu'rab and mabni is the mu'rab changes and the mabni doesn't change. Simple as. That's the difference. This one changes, which is the mu'rab, and the mabni doesn't change. Some of you might be like, but Musa never changed. It did change. I said that. It's a type of changing. It's just not implicit. Explicit. Number four is mahi aqsamul arab what are the types of Arab? We said? Huh? Four, if you want, or you can say two, no problem. Mushtarak bain al asma'i wal af'al, mukhtas. The mushtarak is what? Al raf'u wal nasb. And the mukhtas is what? The ism is? Khafd or jar, whichever you want to call it. And the fi'l is what? Jazm. You've answered. You've answered it all. That's what we took today. Those five points is what today's class was about. Now we're going to move on to each one of those four alamat. Al-Raf'u, wal-Nasbu, wal-Khafdu, wal-Jazmu. Inshallah. This is going to be the, a bit the trickiest one. Inshallah. Just focus with me, okay? So I'm going to start with which one? I'm going to start with the first one, which is Al-Raf'u. Uh, okay? The first one I'm going to start with is Al-Raf'u. So, the author started with Al-Raf'u. So, we're going to start with the four. Four alamat. Al-Raf'u is going to be the first one we're going to do. Okay? So, we're going to do Al-Raf'u. Uh, Okay, good. So the raf'ah is two types. Alama asliya and alama far'iya. So we got alama 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 Faraiya. Remember here, Arafu, we have to put all the eight inside there. What do we have to put inside there? All the eight have to be in there. So remember the eight. Remember the eight. 
So all the eight have to be inside there. Some of you might think to yourself, what is this raf'ah that you're talking about? What does it mean? There are words in the Arabic language which are what? Which are marfu' which have raf'ah in it. Like, number one, so raf'ah happens to a fa'il. It also happens to a mubtada. It also happens to a khabar. I'm going to explain myself, don't worry. In other words, if I want to say, uh, uh, if I want to say a subject in the Arabic language, it's marfu'ah, That's what the Arabs have put down. That the fa'il is always marfu'ah. Are we all together? Does that make sense? If you're talking about a subject, someone did something, that's a subject, right? In the Arabic language, it's marfu'ah. Marfu'ah. Marfu'ah is rafa. You call it what? You call it? Marfu'ah. Marfu'ah and rafa is the same. I just change it into mufu'ul. Are we all together? Marfu'ah. For example, I want to say, uh, and who came? Zaid came again. So we have Zaid on. I, Zaid is the one that's coming, right? Are we all together? Zaid here, what is he? Yeah? This position is called Al-Fa'il. I mean, he's doing the coming. He's the one who's coming, right? Does that make sense? Pay attention here, it's important. But what else is, is Zaid? Now, what else is it? It's a Isim Mufrad. Is it not a singular noun? Is Zayd not one person? So we're now going into what? The eight that we took. The person who's, who's coming is Zayd. We've established that the fa'il is always what? Marfu'. It's always rafa. Established. Can't deny that. You have to accept that. And it never changes. A fa'il is always marfu'. But the question here is, the subject here which is Zaid, is Isim Mufrad. What about if the person who came wasn't Zaid? What about if it was Hukam? Jam'u Taksir came. Al Hukam. Question here. Sorry. Stick it to it. Hey, the, the people, people who came here are the leaders. We already know this is a fa'il. A fa'il is what? Marfu' That fa'il is marfu' It doesn't change. Like in how does it show on the jam'u taksir? It's the same as the ism mufrad. So you say, 
صح؟ ضمه ضمه. Okay. The question is, why did I put a tanween in that one and not a tanween in this one? Abu Salih, quickly. Because the hukam, I put the alif and lam there. Because I put alif lam, I can't put tanween there. I can't say hukamun, al hukamun. I can't say that at the same time. Because the tanween makes it indefinite and the al makes it a definite. Okay, please pay attention with me. So, what we want to learn today is the eight that we took, if they end up in this position, are they all going to be dhamma? Is that how they do they all, is it uniform or can it be different? That's what we're learning. Okay, does that make sense? So now we're going to take the eight. They're divided into two. They're divided into what? Two. Those who stick to the original position, which is dhamma. Those who are dhamma. If they come as a fa'il, they are dhamma. Except one, it can't be a fa'il because it's a fi'il. Mudari' and a fi'il mudari' can't be a fa'il because a fa'il is always a ism. But we'll mention that as well. So, the eight, six of them fall into here. So, number one, they're always dhamma. They're always going to be dhamma. Who are they? Ism mufrad. Number two, Jam Mu'annath Al-Salim Al-Salim Number three Jam'u Al-Taksir Yeah Number four Remind me the eight again. Number ten is not in here, hey? Hey? Asma'ul Khamsa. Asma'ul Khamsa, how's it from the eight? Yeah, Asma'ul Khamsa. No, Asma'ul Khamsa is not in here. Fa'il Mudari is in here, but I, I want to come to that later. Hey, which one? So let's write this eight, okay? It's a mufrad. Muthanna. Jama' al taksir. So it's only al fi'l. Al mubari'ah. Al ladhi lam yatasil. These are the four. I'm, I was mistaken. The, I said six, right? False alarm. It's these four. These four are always marfu'un bil-dhamma. They always show bil-dhamma. So let's take an ism mufrad. Ja'a Zaydun. Jam'u'annath bil-salim. Ja'at Al-Fatimatu Sah? Jaat al-Fatimatu Al-Fatimatu is what? 
It's Dhamma. So it's Dhamma. Uh, I gave you an example of Ja'a Al Hukam. Al Hukam. These three are ism. They all can be a fa'il. Sah? Like in Fa'il Mudari, Aladi Lamitasil Bashi, she can't be a fa'il. Why can't he be a fa'il? Because it's not an ism. All these are nouns. A fa'il is always a noun. So fi'il mubari' it's anyways marfu' without the two missing. Adawatul nasb and adawatul jazm, if they're missing, the fi'il mubari' is by default. By default is what? So for example, yadhaku yadhaku zaydun. Yadhaku is what? Huh? It's a fi'l. Yadhaku. What is it? Fi'l mudari' Aladhi lam tatbah akhri shay. And it's what? Marfu'un? Biddhamma. So the fi'l mudari' is marfu'un biddhamma. Dhamma. The isim mufrad is marfu'un biddhamma. Jam'ul mu'annafi salim is marfu'un biddhamma. Jam'ul taksir is also marfu'un biddhamma. Now we have... Other letters, which is they are not there are three Al Alif Al Wow and Al Noon from the eight who enters the Alif. Al-Muthanna, صح? And? Nope. Al-Muthanna. Who's wow? And who else? Jam'u al-Mudakkar al-Salam. And what else? Who else? And? Yeah. And who's Noon? These ones, they express it in a different way. For example, I want to say two Zaids came. For example, I want to say two Zaids came. Before it was Ja'a Zaydun, right? I say Ja'a Zaydani. Zaydani, not the football player. Zaydan is what? It's a muthanna. It's a muthanna. But first, before we mention it being a muthanna, what position is this? Al fa'il. The position is a what? A fa'il is always what? Marfu'. How does a muthanna express rafa? You've got the chart here. So when you speak, there's two ways of using the muthanna. Muthanna can be Zaydaini and Zaydani. Zaydaini is a muthanna and Zaydani is a muthanna. Which one do I use here? The one that you use here because it's a fa'il and it's marfu' is a what? It's an alif. So if you 
is an alif. So you say Zaydani instead of Zaydaini. Ayah instead of Ayah. The Muthanna can be said in two ways. It can be said as Zaydani, or you can say Zaydaini. Zaydaini. Fi rafi. At the time when it's a rafa, that position is a rafa, you always use the alif. So you say Zaydani. What do you say? So you say Ja'a Zaydani. Al fa'il mafu'un bil alifi. Let's, let's say a lot of Zayd came. How do we say it? A lot of Zayd walked in right now. What do we do? Seven of them came walking into the room. There's two ways we could say it. We can say Zaydina, which is plural. And we can say Zayduna. Which one do we put in here? Wow. Zayduna is what you say. Can't say Zaydina. Ha. What about if you want to say to somebody your father came? You say Ja'a. There's three ways you can say it. Abaka, Abika, or Abuka. Which one do I use? Here. Ja'a. You say Ja'a Abuka. You can't say Ja'a Abika. And you can't say Ja'a Abaka. You say what? Ja'a Abuka. And if Alul Khamsa is what? It's when you say Yadribuna. Before we use the word yadhakuna, right? Yadhaku. Sah? We said yadhaku, right? Add a wow and noon to it. Yadhakuna. Yadhakuna is marfu', right? Because there's no adawatul jazmi or adawatul nas before it. It's marfu', right? Like, what is it marfu' with? With the noon. This is a fi'il mubala. This is not jam'u dhakar salim. It's marfu' with what? And noon. Yadhakuna al awlad. The kids are laughing. Yadhakuna is what you say. The reason why you say Yadhakuna is because what? It's because it's a fi'al af'alul khamsa. So what? It's af'alul khamsa. Does that make sense or not? Why does it feel like it's not? Is a bit too much, huh? Who felt like it was a bit too much? Now, I want to mention something which is, which is the last point I want to conclude with. And that is, when, the thi- when an a, a, a Arabic sentence, it goes according to the alam asliya, like this one. It goes according to the what? Alama asliya. Like for example, Zaydun, Ja'a Zaydun. These are all alama asliya, I mean they are at the asal alama. No one ever asks why. So you don't have to explain marfu'un bil-dhamma. Li'annahu. You never even say li'annahu. Does it make sense? You don't need to explain yourself. But when it comes to these guys, you have to explain yourself. So for example, when you say Ja'a Zaydani, you say Zaydani fa'il. مَرْفُوعٌ بِالْأَلِيفِ لِأَنَّهُ مُثَنَّى You have to say it's a مُثَنَّى Why do you have to explain yourself? Because it went against the asal The re- default position If you make it If you say زَيْدُونَ If you say what? زَيْدُونَ You say what? زَيْدُونَ 
فاعل مرفوع بالواو لانه جمع المذكر سالم so i'm going to give you guys a couple of sentences i want you guys to do arab of it but just to see if you guys understood it again five minutes and then it will, it will give me an understanding that you did understand what i was saying okay and i'm going to rub off the Have you guys all written it? Has everyone written it? Everyone's got it.
So, Ja'al Fata, Ja'at al Fatibat, Hadar al Usara, Hadar Akhuka, Yafalani. Aya. There's no haraka. There's no haraka. It's a harf. It's a letter. Yeah, but what is the haraka? Muslimuna. But you stop. You don't say, you say Muslimun. Ja'al Muslimuna. That's not fatah. That fatah has got nothing to do with it. Abu Dhakar is salim. You're looking at the wow, not the noon. Does that make sense? Okay, let's look at it now together. I tricked you at the first point, and I don't know if anyone realized it. The first one is Ja al Fata. Fata has an ill letter of the word, a naughty letter, right? Hafu illa. Good. You pointed, you saw that? Okay. So, what do we do when we do Arab of al Fata? We say, Fa'il, Marfu'ul, Lidamma. The person still haven't, he's going to say to you, okay, but well, why can't I see Lidamma? Huh? So you have to say muqaddar. If you stop there so far, that's all we took. That's all you can say for now. Like, and if you if we took more, you will say mala amin dhuhuri hatta'adhur. Like, for so to, for now, you just say fa'il marfu'un bidhammati muqaddar. It's hidden. It's implicit. Like, why is it implicit? That's you explain it even more. This is fine. Remember, we're only looking at the, we're only looking at these ones. Al Fatimat is what? Again, fa'il, marfu'un, bil dhamma. Again, you don't need to explain yourself. Once you say dhamma, you don't need to explain yourself. Al usara is what? Fa'il, marfu'un, bil dhamma. Why is it not showing? Again, it's muqaddar. That's it. Here we get, it gets tricky, these two now. We say fa'il, marfu'un, bilwawi, li'annahu ismun, 
من أسماء الخمسة أخوك اسم من أسماء الخمسة تبعي ها ذاس وبي سيف هفت إكسبلينا أن يفعلاني إزواج ويسيف فعل فعل مبالع لا أفعال الخمسة مرفوع بالنون لتجرده من الناصب والجازم Forget that. It's gonna confuse you. أفعال الخمسة مرفوع بالنون. That's it. صح؟ Are we all together? أفعال الخمسة مرفوع بالنون. That's all you need. You can. Huh? You could say that as well. I just made it short for them. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Precise. One point. Hey, anyone, anyone else? Huh? The final one. Huh? After it. After it. This is not fa'il. Yaf'alan is not fa'il. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yaf'alani is a fi'il mubalih. Lakin a fa'il is muqaddar. It's muqaddar. Lakin it's a fi'il mubalih. Remember the fi'il mubalih? It can't be a fa'il. The fa'il needs to be a what? An ism. It has to be a what? It has to be an ism. Okay, I hope this is clear. Um, again, go to Tuhfatu Saniyah. Go to Tuhfatu Saniyah, and you will find in there many more examples. And go over it. Also, the YouTube videos I told you, go on there as well, inshallah. You've online, there's so much that was done. Is it clear for everybody? Anyone, anyone have any questions? Yeah, just a ta, ta, ta is just an indication of feminine. But Even if it, if it was one woman that came, you'd always put it there. Barakallahu feek.